The creature moved with a rolling, mechanized gait that was at once graceful and unnatural. It had an odd number of legs, which offended Nikona Sharokin's sensibilities. Concealed in the shadows of a collapsed smelting tower, his body was utterly immobile. His armor's emissions and the vents of his compact jump pack kept below the threshold of detection by custom-designed stealth systems. He was as invisible as it was possible for one of Korax's sons to be. Sharokin scanned the ruins of the wrecked forge for more of the creatures, even though he knew it was alone. The forge was little more than smouldering scrap metal, blasted brickwork and unbendable girders twisted around like steel wool. Magnetic squalls swirled like miniature dust devils, and the atmospherics were lousy with echoing machine screams and random detonations of discarded munitions. Violet light spilled down through the skeletal steelwork of the roof, and drifts of radioactive shavings fogged his visor. The creature paused by the wreckage of a pressing machine, its burn-scar face twisting on a neck of metallic tendons and wet gristle. Implanted ocular orbs glowed in a triangular pattern, pulsing briefly as a bray of sound bellowed from the cavernous vox lungs buried in the flesh of its chest. Vaguely simian, its upper body was massively muscled, with cultured slabs of meat and pistons, coiled magnetic enhancers and heaving chemshunts. Its head was a pyramid-shaped horror of steel tumours and bloated flesh. Its broad back bristled with a number of missile pods, though Sharokin had never seen anything quite like the warheads that jutted from the launch tubes. Each forearm carried a wide-bore weapon, one a hissing flame lance, the other some form of harpoon cannon. It moved by means of three over-articulated limbs that writhed like tentacles, and Wayland had christened these monsters ferivores, thanks to their habit of devouring mouthfuls of scrap metal to excrete as exo-armor plates. They were fast, faster than anything else they had encountered in the three days since their stealthy insertion onto the planet's surface. Penetrating the ruins of Kavosata had been child's play. Even a novice raven guard could have evaded detection. The armies that had taken this planet were rough and unprofessional, dancing around revel fires of vast Prometheum lakes. Mushroom clouds of exploding ordnance shook the ground on an hourly basis, and Sharukin's greatest fear had not been capture, but getting caught in the blast of an accidental detonation. Both Sharokin and Wayland had cause to hate the foe that had conquered Kavosata, but too many lives were at stake to risk the mission for hate's sake. Since his youth as a freedom fighter in the tunnels of deliverance, Sharokin had learned to use hatred, to keep every breath of it bottled up ready for release. But Wayland's legion wasn't like the Raven Guard. Sabic Wayland was a warrior of heart, and that thought almost made Sharokin smile at the irony. He itched to bring his needle carbine to bear, but Wayland had elected to take the shot.